I'm Paul Ciampanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Let's get into it, Kirk. Yes. Let's open the listener mailbag. Oh, open it up. We got some correspondence. Yes. We get so many letters. I wish we could read them all. Yeah, I mean, you really... It would be hours and yeah. hours to read these mailbags. I mean, they literally come. It's like the end of Miracle on 34th Street. Just <laughs> mailbag after mailbag. Just mail showers of yes. mail. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. actual literally mail people send right. us. Not email. Uh, no, we, we literally have and do read every <laughs> email we get. But thank you. Right. Uh, which is in the single digits. That's fine. Uh, but we did get, I have a couple things. To Good. Uh, we got a, an email from Aaron H., Okay. And actually, before I even read, I'm going to say, of the two people who corresponded with us recently, I love both of these things because they both brought something to the table. They both have a, oh, if you like that, you'll like this. Oh, I love that. That's great. So Aaron H. says, hi, guys. I'm a new listener, and I love the show. I wanted to give you some info related to your episode on the Jacksons. Reby Jackson has a son, Austin Brown, who makes pretty good music. He has an album, Highway 85. That's one of my faves. You guys should check it out. Thanks, Aaron H. Thanks, so, Aaron H. Did you know about Austin Brown? I had no idea. Reby's kid is a musician. I love that. We, we probably we will check it out. Oh, we will definitely yeah, check yeah, it yeah. out. If it's as good as Centipede, <laughs> yeah. I mean, could it possibly? Be? I don't think so. Nothing is. That's, that's not a fair. <laughs> Bar to set. I'm not being fair to Austin. You're it, right. It might not be as good as Centipede, but still be really great. That's true. That's so, true. I set the bar too high. But well, you didn't finish your sentence. So if what you're going to say is if it's as good as Centipede, it's going to be mind blowing. <laughs> it's going to be the best music ever. <laughs> it's amazing. At uh, DYM Music on Twitter responded to our new Jack Swing episode oh. recently. He said, "Oh my God, this may have been the best episode of anything ever." Ha ha. I don't know what the ha-ha means. Maybe he's being sarcastic. I hope not. No. And then in parentheses, he said, just coincidentally found you guys looking for New Jack podcast discussion. So, oh, look at that. Yeah. that We timed that well, I guess, because this guy wanted a New Jack Swing-related podcast. And we did one. Yeah. He said, I got so excited when you mentioned Basic Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! But he, but he also has a, has a criticism. Oh, okay. I could be wrong on stuff. But then you fe- failed to mention my fave New Jack track. Do you, do you have a guess? No. It's, from, it's, from, from, from Basic, Basic Black. Black. Yes. No. Whatever It Takes, which he says is a banger. Do you know Very that Very vaguely. It would be off that one album. I, yeah. I know the title, but I'd have to refresh myself. I love that we did an episode of our podcast about New Jack Swing. We're able to connect to someone who is specifically looking for a podcast episode where someone talks about New Jack Swing. And we mentioned one of the more obscure New Jack Swing acts, Basic Black, which happens to be this guy's favorite. But we weren't obscure enough for him. He was still like, "Uh, you talked about their big hit. I thought you guys guys don't do greatest hits on Basic Black. You're a little basic with your Basic Black. Yes. That's great. Deep cut, whatever it takes. By Basic Black is, is his recommendation. I'm going to listen. I'm going to go find it. So thanks uh, at DYM Music. Thank you, man. He was a listener from the UK. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We'll do another New Jack, I'm sure. I'm sure we For just for him. I mean, you won't be satisfied. No, I will never be you satisfied. Have much, I, I just mean in the sense that you have so much more to say. There's so that. much more to say. I've basically covered as much as I know and have to You're say like, I'm it. shot. But I'm more than happy to give you the floor to continue <laughs> to talk about it. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what did you have to talk I'm about? I'm bringing two things to the table. Yeah. Uh, first of all, very quick, happy birthday to Galad. Happy birthday, Galad. Happy birthday, Galad. He's a, uh, he's a listener of all of the podcasts. Okay. Uh, he is 
uh, it's, it's going to sound random, but I've, I've, I've known him over the years. Mm-hmm. He is the my one of my good friend's sister's husband. Okay. Yeah. Do you know when his actual birthday is? It was like a couple weeks. It'll be happening. Of this recording, it was a couple weeks ago. Okay. And this recording won't go up for another couple weeks. So happy belated happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yes. yes. And so more. I gave him a, a happy birthday on Facebook and he's like, hey, how about a shout out on Music Raygun? And I was yeah. like, yeah. Cool. We can do that. Uh, so, and the second thing I wanted to bring up is since we all last talked, I went to the Anita Baker concert. Oh, right. Which was so much more than I expected. I had, in my head, I was, it was a Thursday night and it was after work. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the Anita Baker concert tonight. And sit there, just chill, mm-hmm. just kind of have a nice soothing time. And it was a straight up party. So you moshed? I fucking moshed. <laughs> I dropped acid. Whoa. I got into a fight. I was joking about the moshing, but <laughs> why not drop acid before an Anita why not? Baker concert? I will tell you. It was sold out, and there was copious amounts of weed. There was so much smoke going on at the Anita Baker concert, I was surprised. I mean, I can't think of a music concert that I would be surprised to smell pot smoke, yeah. unless it was like a straight-edge hardcore band. Yeah, I guess that's a that's a very valid point. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was going to be a real mellow time, but uh, I danced the whole night. Everyone was up the whole night, even nice. just some up-tempo ones, but even like the, the slow jams were all up and swaying. Yeah. She was great, came out with a lot of energy, opened with Lady Marmalade, Ooh. which was like nice. And uh, everyone had a great time. And then at the end of the concert, Stevie Wonder came out. Shut the fuck up. Fucking came out and surprised Anita Baker. This was like the second encore and she's singing her hit. Her first hit was Angel, which kind of broke her. Yeah. And she's singing it and we were all waiting for her to sing it. And then out comes, no one knew. And we're like, who's that guy who's being brought out? And then it was like, oh my God, this is Stevie Wonder. And like, you could feel like people just freaking out. Like yeah. really just like, oh my God, this is something special. And she was surprised too. You would think, oh, it was a bit like yeah. that. She was surprised. But she ran like a, a really tight show and was in control. And you could tell she kind of became like almost like coquettish. She's like, oh my gosh. She's like, I, <laughs> I, I, I wonder. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, had yeah. like, she got really flummoxed and it was really, really sweet. And at the, uh, he sang a little bit of Angel. Okay. And then at the end, he was like, because it's her farewell series, right. quote unquote. And he's like, hey, um, you need to do another album. And when you do, I'm going to write you a song. And then he walks off stage. Oh my god! And everyone's cheering. And Anita goes, "Hey, Stevie, you just said that in front of five thousand people, so <laughs> I'm going to make you do that." Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was a great way to end the concert. It was uh, above and beyond. It was a really great. That's show. amazing. That's the cool thing about living in a big city like New York or LA is it like special things that live events like that are more likely to happen. Exactly. Like this is her farewell tour. Yeah. She's in LA. Like. Not that that specific thing is expected, but it's nice when it, it's easier to it, do it than it probably in wouldn't Phoenix have happened. Or, yeah, 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 a little bit harder, right? Because yeah, yeah. wonder's not going to be okay. Yeah, it was really, um, cool. really cool. So, like, if you don't live on the <laughs> coast, then you should move. Um, guys, yeah. <laughs> we're saying uh, we're big deals. No, yeah, no, uh, but that's great. Yeah, it was a good. Comment. That's amazing. And you told me. That was a few weeks ago, and you told me you had a great time, but you kept that secret. Yeah, I wanted to keep it there. And I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be in the news. It wasn't really. No, I wasn't paying attention? No. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right, now it's time for Don't At Me. Don't at me. 
Okay, don't at me is the part of the show when we each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. We don't care. We don't care about your opinions or each other's. Nope. At least on these at least on this. topics. Yes. Do you want to go first or should no, I? Uh, you can go first. Tell me first last time. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why we need other songs when we already have Steal My Sunshine by Len Don't At Me. <laughs> nice and fast. You had a, kind of a long written out one last time. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, okay. So um, here's mine. Uh, a few weeks ago, it was announced that Maroon 5 is going to play this year's Super Bowl. And everyone got in uh, a big ballyhoo about it, and their underwear got all bunched up about it. And I'm here to say that everyone just needs to relax. It's fine. Maroon 5 playing the Super Bowl is fine. They are a fine choice for the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl sucks. Maroon 5 sucks. <laughs> They're a perfect match. Don't at me. Oh, that one kind of had all sorts of twists and turns <laughs> that took, in it. That took a turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, it's time for our music trivia quiz. Kirk and I will each ask each other trivia questions from the music-themed expansion of the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all the questions are about music from before 1985. And this week, I'm going to take a minute to go over the categories for any new listeners. Yes. Or I don't know if we ever sufficiently went over exactly what the categories are. We never did, but it also it, it helps so that people know that it's hard. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There are six categories, one question in each category. The cover notes category draws upon writing and production credits, cover and label art and information, awards and industry workings. Mm-hmm. This is coming straight from the card that comes yes. in the game. Your mother should know, which I say is should be called your grandmother should yeah. know now, because this game is 30-something years old. Your mother should know consists of the styles and personalities enlivening standards from the 40s and before. The 50s deals with the decade that saw the birth of rock and roll, celebrating the period's other aspects as well. The 60s category reflects the times that revolutionized popular music. That's terrible writing. Yeah. After the Beatles focuses on the era following that group's breakup, which happened in 1970, and the evolution of today's music. (laughs) Of 1985. Yeah. Today's in strong quotations there for us. Anything Goes embraces classical music, theory, instruments, subjects traversing decades, and more. So those are the six categories. I'm glad you read that because now it sounds even more challenging to me. When yeah. you do I'm like, oh yeah, we're really, it's not yeah. easy. It's mostly 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s, and 70s. So knowing that, knowing this now, I'm like, oh, when we get half, that's not bad. It's really not. Yeah. And by the way, I know we've mentioned this once, maybe twice before, but it's been a while. You were a winner on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. <laughs> I was a winner. You weren't just Jeopardy. on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. You were a winner. I was a winner on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, so you're not a trivia slouch. No. And, when, and, and so when I beat you <laughs> in this trivia game, I feel like I, if that show was still on, I could do well. Oh, you could easily do really well on this show because it's not – It's it was a little more contemporary than even this. And I did it That in was the late 90s, early Yeah, 2000s. I did it in 2000. Yeah. And I used to watch it with my father. Maybe you saw me. I, I think, yes, maybe I did. I don't know, maybe I did. And you'd be like, I could have beat that well, fuck. If you did it in 2000, I I don't know. I might have already been in college and not okay. really watching it anymore, but whatever. Jeff, my buddy Jeff, I call him Jeff. Yeah. He had just started uh, Survivor. 
Oh, Jeff Probst. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something about like your friend from home. No, my good friend Jeff Probst, yeah, who yeah, I became yeah. friends with when I won on Rock and Roll Jeff. Sure, of course. Yeah. yeah. You still correspond, send each other uh, Christmas cards. We, we have brunch every now and then. It's great. Hey, let me ask you this question while we're on the subject, because yeah. I love watching regular Jeopardy. And I've always thought, like, even if I were smart enough to be on that show, which I'm not very, very mm-hmm. proud, but even if I knew the answers to the trivia questions, so much of doing well has to do with, like, betting strategy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and knowing how much to wager and when compared to your contest to your opponents and where they are. Did you find that that was part of your play style is knowing, like, no. wagering on daily doubles no. and shit? No, no, not at all. Because oh, I yeah. suck at math. Right, um, yeah, me too. Like, every yeah. time I think about playing poker... I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's all psychological, right? You bluff and shit. And it's like, no, you have to know statistics. You have to know some money. Real players know math. Yeah, (laughs) it's helpful. But you can go by bluffing. I I went by uh, just uh, reflexes, uh, a quick trigger finger. Because it's all about all good players say. It's all about buzzing in at the exact right time. It's all buzzing at the same right, at the right time. And it's also buzzing repeatedly. They told you, and they said, practice with a click pen. Yeah. So, like, watch the show, practice with a click pen, and once you know it, you go... Because you're not allowed to buzz in until the question is read completely. Yes. So as soon as he finishes that last word, and you pretty much know it once you... Because you're reading it along with him, and you're like, I got this, I got this. You just go click. It's just a matter of who's clicking first. Right. So they see... What they see backstage is a light going, going, click, 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 click. Yeah. And so then it goes to you, and so that's really the trick. Well, there you go. If anybody ever wants there to, there you go. That that holds true for regular. It holds up for regular too. Yes. All right. Uh, let's let's do our, it. I'm picking this one. That's your I'll box. hand you this one. Uh, I think I answered first last time, so I'll ask for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If you want to pick. All right. Here we go. Cover notes. Was it Jan or Dean who became an award-winning graphic designer? Jan. Dean. Fuck. <laughs> those get, I guess those get infuriating. Right, because even though you completely don't know it, you're like, I, I have a Jan. And then you feel like you got ripped off. Yeah, and you don't get it. exactly. Yeah. Mom, what song features, quote, a chance for stage folks to say hello and, quote, another pain where the ulcers grow? It's got to be a musical. What song features, quote, a chance for stage folks to say hello and, quote, another pain where the ulcers grow? Ulcers grow. Which musical or which song? Song. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> I, could, I could guess a musical. A stage. Can you say it one more time, please? What song, what song features, quote, a chance for stage folks to say hello yeah. and another pain where the ulcers grow? Ulcers grow. I don't even have a guess. Another opening, another show. Another uh, opening, another show. I don't know In the Philly, song. Austin, or Baltimore. What's that from? I can't remember. Okay, I don't I just, I just know it at all. Yeah. I think I did that music. I still don't remember. <laughs> um, okay, 50s. Yeah. What kind of vessel is the true love in the movie musical High Society? What kind of vessel is the true love in the movie musical High Society? Um, a boat. I'm going to have you be a little more specific. That's what I figured was going to happen. A sailboat. Because of what happened in the past, which we won't bring up, I'll give you another shot. No, no, no. I don't want another shot if it's straight up wrong. Okay. Yeah. A yacht. A yacht. Yacht. Does he? Eh, no, that's... 
Does a yacht count as a sailboat? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. No. Okay. Yeah. No. It doesn't have sails. All right. I don't uh, know shit about it. Hey, Watercraft. We're not boatmen. Sixties. <laughs> uh, I, I need all the rest just for the to break 50%. even. Yeah. yeah. What sixty-one release was the only hit for the Frogmen? Ooh. Sixty-one. Yes. Frogmen. And I'm gonna give you a little bit of a nudge. No, I don't want a nudge. Oh, okay, it was a good nudge, but let's see where it goes. What sixty-one release was the only hit for the Frogmen? Splish splash. I don't know. But. You're not far off. I know that it's related to their yeah. name somehow. Underwater. Ah, never heard of yeah. it. Never, never heard. This is a tough. Card. Yeah, this is a tough card. <laughs> All right. After I feel beat. like I feel physically beaten down <laughs> by this card. Like I'm slouching. Oh uh, yeah, this is a rough. Let me one. sit up straight. Yeah, here you go. Good positive mental Finish attitude. Finish strong with a gentleman's seat. Another. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, after Beatles. Yeah. What country twosome share dreams on you and I? I know this. That's all I get. What country twosome from the 70s or 80s? Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers? Eddie Rabbit and Crystal Gale. Do you know the song? No. Just you and I. Just you and I sharing our dreams together. Maybe. I'm not getting it from okay. you singing it. Well, I'm not a great singer. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Yeah, Crystal Gale, I know that name, but I don't know that. You don't know Eddie Rabbit? No. I Love a Rainy Night? Oh, he was big in the 80s. That's why. There was a big moment in the 80s where like, hey, country's a big thing. Yeah. And Eddie Rabbit was was part of it. Okay. This is, uh, this is I'm going to have a total <laughs> zero on this. I need this last question. Here we go. And this is what happened to me last time too, though, I think. You, I, no, you got like three or two last time. No, you, the last time I, week we played last week. Last you last won session. the last one. I won, but you got two right. Did I get two? Oh, yeah. Okay. What are box six concerti grossi? Wait, hang on. What? That's not, what are? There's more to that. Okay. What are box? And then here's the title. Yeah. Six concerti grossi BWV one zero four six dash five one, better known as. May I, may I see that? Yeah, that's really hard. I don't even know what that means. So it's another name. Yeah. It's a proper name if that helps. The... Um, that part's correct. <laughs> what does grossy mean? It has nothing to do with that. Something can share it. That that's right too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know the Brandenburg Concertos. Oh no, I never would have. We should burn this I, car. I I straight up didn't have a clue on any wow. of those. That was a rough one. Oh wow, I'm beat down for you. I, I think that might be my first zero since we've been. Recording, recording, yeah, mini episodes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark days, wow. <laughs> the night took at a least, turn. At least you know I don't cheat and like look at the exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're a fine, upstanding member of the <laughs> Trivial Pursuit Society. Uh, I, could, I don't know if we can record the rest of the episode. <laughs> we might have to finish this another night. What if I get zero? No, okay. What if you get six? <laughs> oh, if 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 we get zero, that's just. Well, I was going to say we should break a tie, but no, we're we're going to end it. No, it's fine. Cover notes. What James Brown title is completed by the parenthetical, you got to have a mother for me? 
Oh, James Brown title is completed by the parenthetical. You got to have a mother for me. If you get this right, you win. <laughs> I I believe I know. Uh, Mama didn't take no mess. Mother popcorn. I was fucking gonna say mother popcorn. <laughs> you should have. And then in my head, I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's not the name of that." Kurt. 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 Every single question <laughs> is a chance to win for the night. So chill. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted that. No, I know because it's James Brown. Right? Yeah. Your mother should know. What rising New Orleans trumpeter played in the pit orchestra of the Fats Waller show Hot Chocolates? Dizzy Gillespie. Louis Armstrong. <laughs> I thought you were going to get that one. So I just sort of like... I was like, I gotta really glide over New Orleans trumpeter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, 1950s. I, I'm kind of like, this will be great if we both just get zero. <laughs> yeah. 1950s. What Pat Boone smash laments, quote, you broke my heart when you said let's part? Pat Boone smash laments, you broke my heart when you said let's part. Uh, I only really know one or two songs because he thought he did covers. That'll be the day? Ain't that a shame? Oh, shit. That's the other cover. Shame. Okay, 1960s. I'm not trying to shit the bed on purpose. No, I know. I know. I'm shitting it just all boom. on my own. If we Here's what happens. Here's the circumstance if we both get zero on the same episode. Music break on his canceled. <laughs> We're done. That's we don't deserve to do it. We don't deserve. We don't deserve anything in life. <laughs> 1960s. What Ohio Express bubblegummer rejoices, quote, I've got love in my tummy? Yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy. I don't. Oh, the Archies? No, they want the name of the song. What Ohio Express, that's the name of the band, the Ohio Express. Oh, 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 okay. Bubblegummer rejoices, I've got love in my tummy. Say it one more time. What Ohio Express bubblegummer, because it's a bubblegum pop song, Rejoices, quote, I've got love in my tummy. I'm just going to say yummy, yummy. Like, I don't know. Incorrect. What is it? Yummy, yummy, yummy. Uh, no, that's legit. That's legit. Yeah, I'm. if I got zero, you fucking have to step up. <laughs> that's legit. That's legit. And also, I, 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 sang I, it. I didn't get ballad of David Crockett, so you need <laughs> all the yummies. It was called a ballad. Yep, yep. Um, it's sad because I literally sang yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh, boy. Which is another reason why I'm not giving you <laughs> No, it should After the Beatles, what former Fleetwood Mac singer had a hit duet with Don Henley? Oh, it's, um, um, um. Time's up. Gotta <laughs> answer quicker than that. It's, uh, 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 <laughs> no, I know who it is. Um. <laughs> gotta say the name, though. Yeah, it's, uh, um. People are going to think we're doing a bit. Kurt. I'm not doing a bit. I'm literally, I'm literally blanking. It's. I know it. Just. I'm just going to sit here until. Uh, uh, Stevie Nicks. There you go. There you go. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> it's so not worth it. But you still have one more. Question. We still got one more, but it was not yeah. worth it. This is a hollow victory. Uh, anything goes. What's the common term for a song of praise? A hymn. Correct. Hey. 
Two out of six. <sighs> oh my god. Two more than I got. I am so happy to end this mini episode. This never happened, people. Of music. You want to start and re-record? Just start over again? <laughs> just take out new no, music. Just bring it out and learn right. our sadness. Everybody see you on the next regular episode. Bye. Bye.